Hi, and welcome to the Imaginal Podcast. This is a place that protects and explores what we need to actualize our uniqueness. And like the caterpillar who carries its butterfly blueprint in its imaginal cells all the way to the chrysalis and then melts into liquid before it transforms, we too have an inner knowing that can tell us how to make our wings. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It is Sauce. I am always just so glad to be back with you. I hope your week is off to a great start. And today, health coach Allison Scott is back. The last two episodes we did together were about what do you do when you feel like you want to quit? And that's such a relatable place, isn't it? And it's often fleeting or sometimes it hovers. Many times we stay sort of isolated within our thoughts there. So bringing it to light and sharing and normalizing it and then also talking about the deeper facets of it was something that was really important to both of us. And we got to the end of last episode and we realized we still had more ground that we wanted to cover. And we were going to go into part three. Three, but as we were talking in preparation, we realized that it would maybe be just better if we went just a sidestep over and did two episodes on what do you do when you feel stuck. And it's very similar. And sometimes it's like a sibling feeling, maybe, but nonetheless, they kind of overlap. And you can also sometimes flip flop from one to the other. And so today we're going to look at the first part of this. And what does it actually feel like, that stuckness? And how, how also can it accidentally start garnering this unwanted self-doubt and other things that can make you feel unstable when really it's not meant for you? And so what we do today is we unwrap what this stuckness might be. And it might be different for everyone. But we talk about ways of moving through it while also listening to the intelligence of this space and the interplay of all of that. So stuckness can actually offer us guidance for the path that we are traveling. And it it doesn't necessarily have to be the big bad wolf under the bed. And so I hope you enjoy this conversation I had with Allie. I'm so grateful to have her back on. She's just such a beautiful person and I love riffing with her. So here is our conversation. Hey, everyone. Allie and I are back today. Hi, everybody. And today we're going to talk about what do you do when you feel stuck? It's a good one. <laughs> it's, a good one. Huh. it's so relatable, isn't it? <laughs> and this coming off of the last two episodes when we talked about what do you do when you want to quit? And when we talk about stuckness, that can come in so many different forms. So, Ali, maybe would you like to start us off and just talk about what stuckness mm-hmm. it looks like? Mm-hmm. I'll chime in too. Okay, chime. help me, help me on this one. Um, <laughs> I know I sprung that on you. You did, but that's all right. Um, <laughs> I think it's different for everybody, you know. I think, but I think it's it's that point at which you feel like you just can't move forward. You can't move backward. You're in this place. You can't make decisions. You you just feel stuck, right? It's, you know, it's the 
Winnie the Pooh. And that's what I think of. He was always stuck <laughs> in, the, in the wall, right? And he couldn't get through. Well, you know, you but can't, at least he had honey, right? He had honey and he had piglet, I think, to help him. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I could do anything if I had piglet. Piglet, right? Yeah, if you don't know, if you don't know this Winnie the Pooh reference, I'm going to link it into the yeah, show notes. Yeah, definitely. Piglet, he, piglet, yes. Piglet, yeah. And all his oh, friends. I feel all inspired. The end. Yeah, the end. Like, I think that's all we need, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, it is, but it is, you know, it is a really, actually I can really relate to this right now because I'm feeling a little bit stuck in my in my own business and I'm trying to figure out what the next thing is I'm supposed to do with it and I'm struggling with which way to go and so when you feel super stuck it's hard to make a decision and I think the best way out of it is to just start going it might not be the right direction and I think I know for me what makes me afraid to go forward is the the perfection thing of making a mistake or going in the wrong direction. and But none of that really matters, right? Because as long as we're moving along, we're learning along the journey. If, we, if it's not the right thing, then we, then we take a tactical shift, right? So it's getting over the fear too of making the wrong decision, which we all have. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I also find myself stuck in ways and this could be like a big stuckness where you're like not moving on a big project overall, mm -hmm. or it could be just you're already in the middle of something, some passion or some craft or something that you're creating, or it really can come in a variety of ways, as you said. And then there can be just like this momentary stuckness on part of it. And so what you said about, you know, just keep moving and also that there are reasons underneath it. And when you talk about perfection or fear, that's what I think is something really important to be mindful of as we all or you listening are in a stuck place, knowing that there's something deeper there. Like, for instance, I was just talking to someone yesterday about how sometimes when I'm practicing music, if I'm feeling a little impostery or I'm feeling like I'm too old to be doing this or I'm never going to get good at this or, you know, those things that we all contend with that are never helpful. No. And, and all they do is they rob you from the things that you, you know, you, you want to be doing or whatever. Mm -hmm. But when I'm starting to feel that way, all of a sudden I'm scrolling my phone. I'm watching TikTok. Totally. I'm like, and I, I, don't, you, I don't even yeah, remember like doing it. And all of a sudden I'm like, I'm scrolling TikTok and I'm sitting there with my guitar or my keyboard and, and I've just... Oh my God. Oh, just leave. <laughs> you were just naming this for me so huge. Go on, go on. Oh, I mean, I feel like I've been doing that lately a ton to just avoid. It's like an avoidance thing, right? If I, oh, I'm busy. I'm doing research. No, I'm not. I'm, TikTok. Yeah. Well, well, not to, not to well, knock it. I love TikTok. I do too. It's so entertaining. But you don't even know that you've gotten on it though sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. You sneak on it. Yeah, I know. And you're like, well, you, you know, you're doing something and then it takes you there. And then all of a sudden you're just scrolling, you know? It's like, oh. Yes. No. Oh, yes. I will be switching apps for a music thing and all of a sudden like I'm on I'm on, on Instagram Reels or something. Mm -hmm. Yes. Piglet, Piglet are you Piglet are you here? Help me. For Piglet meme, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. 
bad. Too bad we don't have a piglet in life, right? Oh, oh I think we can find them. Okay. I think they are in yeah. human and animal. I think they are. Yeah, out there, right? I think you're right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's yeah. so funny. I'm gonna tell my coach that he's piglet because he's the one that <laughs> always likes. You got to do this, you know, or you know, he's super. Are helpful. you gonna be there forever? Yes, I'm gonna be there forever, forever for you. Yeah. <laughs> are we friends forever? Yeah. <laughs> Those are good studying forces for sure. No, for sure, for yeah. sure. But so, oh my god, that there's that resonates with me so much, sauce. Yeah, you know, I have a big project that I want to start, and I'm a little bit stuck on that. Not that I don't want to do it, but I'm, I'm stuck in this little bit of a, yeah, weird space, like you said, not forward, not back, but you're like a little bit non-moving. And you can either really stay and listen, and I think I might ask you a little bit about this idea. You can either stay and listen, or you can like just avoid, right? Yeah. And so no matter what, though, I know I say this every episode, but I think it's worthy to say to come in with compassion to the space like we are going to move through it if we decide we want to mm -hmm. if it's important to us mm -hmm. but in moving through it i really really think that it's important to listen to what it is that's underneath that because even the idea of perfectionism which i think is so so relatable usually there's some old storied pain in that yeah, place for sure. you know for sure so yeah yeah when you listen to your stuckness what happens for you or yeah. any words of advice to all of us who need it yeah <laughs> i think i you know when i get in those stuck places like one of the things i'm doing right now to kind of unstick myself and figure out how to move forward <laughs> is I'm leaning on my little piglets out there. I'm talking no. to. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to interrupt, but now I'm interrupting anyways. That's I just right. love the new vocabulary that you're creating. Like, what was that? Just one. Did you just say like unstuckness or un unstickiness? Un un yeah. Unstickiness. And yeah. earlier you called it super stuck. You're super like, stuck. When yeah. you're super stuck. Super stuck. Yeah, we've got our. We'll be. Anyways, go well, on. Well, I think Emily. of Winnie Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, when I think super stuck because he was super stuck oh. in this little hole. Oh. But okay. <laughs> it's kind of a cute little picture. But um, but no, when I think when I when I when I want to move forward, one of the things I've been doing is relying on my little piglets. A lot of my my close you know circle, kind of bouncing ideas off of them to say, you know, what do you think of this idea? What you know, how how do you think this would be received? And just getting input from them. The other thing that I think is really helpful when you talk about listening is journaling. I think journaling mm -hmm. is really helpful to just start writing things down that are coming to mind. You know, especially like if it's if it's like a perfection thing, if it's something deep rooted, trying to uncover why you're stuck and what's holding you back, if it's a fear thing, if it's a if it's a perfection thing, if it's something else. I think journaling is super helpful to kind of listen to what's going on in your head and try and identify it so you can move past it. So that's kind of my, what do you do when you're stuck? Well, not to quote Francis Weller, who I quote like every other minute. <laughs> Francis Weller is a teacher of soul in case you're just joining us in this podcast. Mm -hmm. And he's also a therapist. He's a grief expert. He's, he's mm -hmm. many things. And yeah, I'll link his webpage just in case anyone wants to check out his work. But I, I take a lot of my own guidance from him. And so one thing, just to give a little bit of detail to it, I guess, when we're talking about this scrolling thing, what happens for me, 
it's it's really interesting because the other week, or maybe it was last week, I had a lesson with one of my guitar teachers, and he had me play a little bit, and he said, he's like, turn on the metronome, and I played, and I was not on time, and he said, okay, you're not on time, slow it down, and try it again, and I slowed it down, and I was not on time still, and he's like, what's so interesting is that you slowed it down, you're still not on time, but you're you're basically what it was is that it didn't matter if I slowed it down or, or sped it up. I was behind the beat, mm-hmm. barely. So right when it hit, I would hit like split second after every time. So my BPMs were the same, but I wasn't hitting on it. I was just barely skewed off of it. And that turned out to be so incredibly confronting for me. I started to realize when I realized that's what it was, I started playing on time. I actually noticed that when I cycle, when I do spin workouts, I am also right behind the beat. And so I then I started to hit the beats. Like it's not hard to make that adjustment. And when you do, you feel the music or you feel the beat in your body in a way that is so different. You feel the rhythm rather than being behind it. And it felt so amazing and so confronting, like I said, because I was told when I was young that I wasn't allowed to be musical and I believed it and I have psychologically stayed a split second behind the whole time. And just this week, I realized it. But now practicing, it will become too much for me and I'll be scrolling TikTok. <laughs> as soon as I like try to do these exercises with the metronome, I'm doing it. Feels amazing. I could do it. And then all of a sudden I'm on TikTok. That's so, funny. Yes. And it's interesting because, you know, for you listening, you may have these areas in your life. It won't be all your areas. I don't feel nervous in most like lots of things. Mm-hmm. But this is my vulnerable place. Mm-hmm. And so what I then do is I ask, you know, my young self, what do I need? And I, I really have been doing a lot of work now back to the work of inclusion and exclusion and do you belong here and all that stuff, which I, I, it's so important for me to have, to be a catalyst or an agent or, or to rep that for other people. But when it comes to myself, I didn't realize that I was keeping myself on the outside. So that's, I think, why I would always say, come in kindly. Yeah. Because for me, this is young stuff that I, and, and like we said in the other two episodes before this, you know, it's therapeutic help is sometimes helpful. And so I'm going to my therapist with these things mm-hmm. and, and coaches too, you know, or yeah. friends, like you said. Yeah. Uh, but just to be really specific, I, my resistance, I can see it. It's identifiable because I've left my practice space and I'm, I'm still sitting with my guitar, but I'm like scrolling TikTok, right? So, yeah. But then it's, yes, it's moving through it, but in a way that is a real listening and, and bringing in what I didn't believe when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how about you, Allie? I can so relate to the confronting piece of it because I know the reason I'm a little stuck right now with where to go with my health coaching business is because of growing up with parents who wanted me to be perfect. You know, that my mother used Mm. to say, oh, you guys are so perfect all the time. And we'd be like, don't use that word, please. No one is perfect. But my sister and I were both expected to be quite perfect. We were expected Mm. to be, you know, good in school and behave and dress, look cute and you know, all the things that perfect children 
are supposed to do, but nobody has perfect children. So when, so when we weren't perfect or when we made mistakes, it felt extremely uncomfortable and scary and painful and, and they didn't help um, right. nurture oh, mistake, right. mistakes, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, mm-hmm. they were allowed to make mistakes, but we weren't allowed to make mistakes. And it was just, I know that's where this comes from. And it's so dumb because we were talking before my, both my parents have passed away. And so they're gone. So I'm not even trying to please my parents anymore. I'm just trying to, you know, do things for myself. But it's amazing how this stuff confronts you later in life, you know, all through life that as a child, you, it's so amazing to me how, how much a child is molded in their, in, as a child for all their lifetime things, you know, um, Mm -hmm. fears and, and inhibitions and self confidence issues and all of those things. It all happens in childhood and then you just carry it with you through life. But, um, but mm-hmm. I can so relate to this, mm-hmm. this confronting thing, because it's, it's confronting me right now. And I'm, I'm, I need to move forward. I need to get unstuck. <laughs> oh, Allie, thank you for sharing that, though. And I think that it helps just to know that other people are going through something similar. You know, mm-hmm. it's very bolstering to hear. And so sweet also to think about these young, you and your sister. And I think when we can actually really picture what the origin story is, we can understand how it does stay with us. And I think it also gives us the ability to address it in a way that isn't dismissive anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I actually think that this might be a good breaking point, but I want to pick back up on this, that whole idea that you just mentioned about how it stays with us too, but this feels like a really good breaking point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We'll come back and talk about that. And to close, I might say one thing that's been on my mind and Ali, I'll turn it back over to you too, to give your closing ideas for this week. But one thing that I always feel is important to think about is the ways that I've been impacted, right? So these stories from my childhood, when I felt excluded and when I've, I've, you know, been hurt by it, I think gives us medicine, like Francis would actually call it medicine and others would call it that too. But this idea that we have a vantage point that could be helpful. And also then maybe we could catalyze this or help bring bring the space of healing or bring the space of camaraderie to other people, as well as for me to sort of just do a little check on the things that I say to people, because we could be wounded as children. We could be wounded as adults even, or we could dig into the same old wounds by accident. Mm -hmm. And so I think my own awareness in the way that I speak to people too, I think is a good thing for me to take away from this conversation. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Closing words for you today. I think, and it's, it's being kind to yourself, like allowing yourself to be in these places, to explore where these things came from and to figure out and just have compassion for yourself also because i think the self talk and the the way we <laughs> dialogue with our brain <laughs> can be just so confronting and it can be so hard like you would never talk to your best friend the way you sometimes talk to yourself you would never if your best friend made a mistake 
You would never say the things to your friend that you say to yourself. Like, oh, never, never. <laughs> never. Like, I, like, I'm so stupid <laughs> or what an idiot or God, what's wrong with me? You know, all those things you say when you make mistakes or can't, you know, or stuck and can't figure out a way out. And, and you would never say those things to a friend. So we have to be, we have to think of ourselves as in, in that kind and loving way and get rid of that ugly self-talk and try and nurture us forward and give ourselves grace and time and uh, and nurturing and even if we didn't get it from our parents <laughs> to get it from our to give it to ourselves so that's kind of what i think is is a more positive way to move through these things yes i 100% agree uh, and i think that we don't even hear it sometimes we have these loops no. the self talk we just it's like truth running through, you know? So true. Yeah. And so like Jung says something, and Francis too, Francis Weller mm -hmm. says, uh, I think Jung might have originated this. I might not be getting this perfectly, mm -hmm. but the idea is that you can't heal that from which you can't separate. Definitely. And I quote this to my clients every day. Yeah. But once you get that separation, you'll realize that the self-talk isn't actually meant for you. It really isn't your voice that you were born with. It's something that was acquired or it's it's grounded in some sort of fear, something which we're, I think we'll finish this in the next episode. Gosh, it's so hard to stop here. I know. But thank you for that. That was beautiful. Allie, where can people connect with you? You can find me on my website, which is alisonmscott.com, or you can find me on social media at Life Styled by Allison with one L. So... Yay. Yay. And I'm on Instagram, Lori Sase, L-O-R-I-S-A-S-E, or my website, laurisase.com. And if you think that this episode or any of the others that we did together in this little short series that we're doing right now would be helpful for someone, we would love for you to pass it along or share it in your stories or something like that. Yes. Thank you so much. So much for being here. Thank you so much, Allison. Oh, I you're so you. welcome. Love you too. It's so awesome to just talk about these things with you. It's really, really rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, everyone. Thanks. We hope you have a great week and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Mm -hmm.